Hello, and welcome to The Essential Reads. My name is Isaac, and my goal is to bring to you a bunch of classic audiobooks in an easy and accessible way. This is uh, me talking to you. I don't know how I was going to start this video. Um, this would normally come out on a Friday, which would normally be Fairy Tale Fridays. But I've been having a bit of reflection, as I've not recorded for the past couple of weeks due to mental health and um, it's the Christmas period and all of those sorts of things. But um, doing fairy tales every week has been a lot of fun, but it is also fairly limiting um, because there are only a certain amount of them. So what I was thinking is that I would change the concept a little bit, still do occasional fairy tales and things like that, but also just once a week I bring you a different story, and if it's sort of a slightly episodical thing, that's a word, episodical, serial, if it's like a little serial thing, uh, with a sort of a short story or something like that, we will do it that way. Um, for example, I want to do The Island of Dr. Moreau by H.G. Wells, but... Um, it's rather short, and the chapters are short, and I think it would work better on a Friday format as opposed to a bi-weekly format like the other normal channel things. Um, just, yeah, so that's what this is going to be. Um, we're not going to do that today. If you've read the title of this, I thought I'd bring you some poetry. And it's going to be The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, which is fantastic. And I probably should have done this at Halloween, but I'm not that um, good at my job. <coughs> Um, yeah. Um, in other news regarding the channel, um, if you want to give me a super thanks or anything like that to help donate and support me in what I do, that would be very much so appreciated. As you can see on the channel where I'm putting this thing, um, Huckleberry Finn is having limited payments to me because of the content of the book, um, which I have no control over, was written a long time ago. But, um... Yeah, it's being limited and meaning that I'm not receiving as much money from that book because YouTube um, and reasons and all sorts of things. So if you would like to support me in what I do, you can give a super thanks or a coffee thing. There's links. There's links done in the thing. Um, but yeah, that would be very appreciated because I love doing this, but I also need to pay rent and do all those sorts of things because <laughs> I'm apparently an adult. Um, yeah, I've been waffling for a bit. Um, links in the thing. Like, subscribe, youtube things. Um, let's get started. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly, there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly, I'd sought to borrow from the book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden, from whom the angel's name, Lenore, nameless here forevermore. 
and the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door." Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This is it, and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here, I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there, wandering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token. The only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon I heard again the tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the stately days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not an instant stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum, of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art thou no craven? Ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore, tell me what thy lordly name is on this night's plutonium shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungaily fowl to hear discourse so plainly, Though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being Ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, Bird or beast upon the sculpted bust above his chamber door, With such a name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on that placid bust, Spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather then he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by replies so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is only stock and store. Caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, 
till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope the melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven, still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling, straight I wheel the cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy thinking, what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungaily ghast, gaunt, and ominous bird of yaw, meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat, engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight glowing o'er. She shall press, ah, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the turfed floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, respite, and Nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff, this kind Nepenthe, and forgot his lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest tossed thee here ashore. Desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven. Nevermore. Prophet, I said, thing of evil. Prophet still, if bird or devil. By that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden from the angel's name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, quoth the raven. Nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of palace just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadows on the floor, and my soul from out that shadow lies floating on the floor, shall be lifted nevermore. Thank you so very much for listening. If you enjoyed this slight change of programming, but um, if you enjoyed, please like, comment, share, all that jazz. And if you really enjoyed, do subscribe because there is more to come. And if you really enjoyed, super thanks would be really appreciated. Um, yeah. Um, apart from that, uh, I will see you in a couple of days with another chapter of Huckleberry Finn.
and um, thank you for your support. It really means a lot and really gets me through tough mental health times. Um, you mean the absolute world to me. Uh, I'll see you very soon, and um, I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.